Welcome to Honey on the Sword, Season 3, Episode 20, Sirens, Part 48 through Part 50, The End, or is it the beginning? Sean grabs his head, falls to his knees, and screams because a severe migraine pulses through his temples. Ramah stays behind with Sean and tells the others to keep going. Rebecca is too far ahead with Luca, so she doesn't know something is wrong. Isabella and Wilton soon approach them and ask what's happening. Go, we'll catch up. Go before you lose track of where the others are going. We'll find you. Ramah kneels down and places his forehead onto Sean's, and he sees a brilliant wiring vision. Sean is suspended high above waters and nations simultaneously. His hand is engraved with ancient writing. He sees a serpent turn back into a red dragon and water violently floods out of its mouth. It wars against Sean, but it cannot touch him. Ramah gasps and pulls away. He has heard legends told over the centuries about remnants, but never met one, never knew they really existed. Ramah marvels as he leans back in. He sees henna flow, glow like bronze from Sean's hands. The sacred writing on his hands move as if God is reading a book and turning the pages. Stephen ducks his head down, afraid of whatever is approaching him. When he opens his eyes, he is blinded by two radiant beings who hold flaming swords which turn in every direction. They were decreed to block the portal to the labyrinth, and those with the seal of the kingdom are the only ones who will have access. Locusts cover every part of the earth. Wailing is all that can be heard. Deep within the hills, a little boy runs inside to his grandfather, and he picks him up and sits him on his lap. The little boy pulls in closer to his grandfather. Sensing his fear, his grandfather says, I want to tell you an ancient story that hasn't come to pass, but its time is nigh. Other little children run inside and sit at this Native American's feet. He knows the importance of stories, and he gets mirth from being able to pass them down through the generations. This wise man deeply understands the stories help the soul heal by making it brave, strong, I heard this story many moons ago when I was young and fast like you. The children's eyes light up as they listen. A wondrous woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet had a crown of ten stars upon her head. High in the clouds she travailed because she was with child and ready to give birth. When suddenly a red dragon appeared in front of the woman waiting to devour her child. She brought forth a man-child who was to rule all the nations. The child was caught up in a wind and brought to God and his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared by her, by God, and she would be fed there for over a thousand days. There was a voice heard like a trumpet that said, Woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because the red dragon has fallen from the sky like lightning. He has great wrath because he knows his time is dwindling away like sand in an hourglass. When the dragon realized he was cast down to the earth, he turned into a serpent and harassed and punished the woman who brought forth the man-child. Suddenly, 
the woman was given two wings like an eagle so she could fly back to the wilderness to the place where she could be nourished for a time and time and half a time hidden away from the face of the serpent the red dragon concealed as a serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman so that she might be carried away by the flood but the earth helped the woman and it opened its mouth and swallowed up the vicious flood. The dragon's wrath became greater than the rage he had before, so he went to make war with the remnant of her seed. Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in life and length of days. Remember your creator before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark. The clouds remain even after the rain. Remember your creator before strong men stoop and their eyes go dim. Sobering silence weeps more loudly in this Native American abode than the people's travail across the land. Each child listens closely because they know this wise man's words have come true before. The wind comes upon remnants and puts a fire in their eyes. Oh, how their faces shine. They tote the heavens in a sack and carry good news to the poor and brokenhearted. They free the caged souls like birds. Our people once called these beings warnings because they are everywhere as an urgent sign. Sean shakes dust out of his hair, but smudges of dirt cover his face. Ramal, let's go, my headache is gone. I'm afraid I can't let you go the way everyone else is going. Luca will take care of them. What? Did you hit your head, Ramal? Ramal stands in silence and Sean's become, Sean becomes angry. Sean, you and Luca are similar. There are few of you. What are you talking about? Look, Ramal takes Sean into a vision with fields within fields within fields, meadows within meadows. These symbolize the people you will meet and heal. The harvest is ripe. I can't leave Rebecca. Listen to me, Sean. I can't leave Rebecca. You have to forget all of that. I've heard about a woman who felt the same way you do, and in turn, she ended up hurting the one she loved because she denied who she really was and is. The story goes that she got trapped in between two portals, but another remnant has to come so she can be released. Her name is Gloria. Don't make the same mistake she made. I thought I was like you. I did too at first because you are peculiar. If I'm not like you, what am I? Who am I? What are you saying? What does this even mean? You are a remnant. I always thought it was a legend, but here you are. You have one purpose, one purpose alone, to bring people to the kingdom by liberating them, healing them. You are made to reveal this labyrinth to the masses so they will get the seal of the kingdom too. All creation eagerly waits for remnants to be revealed. You, Luca, Gloria, and others like you 
are warning signs to those who walk around and don't even know that they can't speak. They are deaf and blind. Rama, where are you taking me? They leap into the sky and all around them more than the sand of the seashore on every part of the earth and more than the stars in the sky, people are dimly lit. These are the ones you are to speak to, Sean. Sean becomes speechless. He now understands that aching inside of him was because he did not know who he was. The dreams, his grandmother, it all makes sense now. He feels like a puzzle piece that has finally been found. Sean, I am a messenger, but you, you are a vessel. Whoa, like Luca. Rama is overtaken by this epiphany and ponders to himself, hmm, Luca has to be. You are sirens blaring like a train, letting all know the kingdom is near. The end or the beginning.